0: certain kind of model, you know, like if you, it's sort of like you're a Ford, and you were built at a certain time at a certain plant, and you were inspected with a (laughs) certain someone, and then you drive, and all the while, there's that sense of being terminal unique, but you'll see that if you run into any other Fords, yeah, the way they describe their, you know, steer, their turning radius, and how they set, how Mm -hmm. their bumpers sound, and what concerns the Ford more than the Chevy, you'll realize that, Jesus Christ, you know, I'm a Ford. You know, it's the same thing happens in recovery. When you have that feeling, you go to people sharing at meetings for months and months, and then you didn't know that you had a strong sense of being terminally unique. Yeah, That's part of the strong sense of being terminally unique, is that you don't know it. And yet, you hear people that are sharing your most intimate thoughts, yeah? And the feelings that you totally have told a youth story about, no one else has ever felt this way. Yet they're sharing that they felt this way, like yesterday. And the act, the reactions to life that seem to be so peculiar to you are just stock and trade of an alcoholic mind, yeah? Now, I thought that was really liberating when I heard that. When I heard that, the sense of terminal uniqueness lifted. And the, the, that drenchingness of my, the claiming, the idea of me, me as the doer, got a little lifted. And I saw that what I was taking to be me is just a product of a mechanism. yeah? A mechanism firing. And in that kind of impersonal sense, there's a lot of freedom in it. And then when you get the head of the freedom, you realize what's the bondage is that extreme personalness. Yeah, You never know the, the problem but by the solution so when when the problem recedes that's when you get a clear idea what the problem is yeah when it's totally around you you've got no idea but when it recedes the the, the, the effect of it receding shows you its effect when it was up against you yeah so it recedes just like if I was bo- you know when I was born someone put a hand on my shoulder and every day in my life that hand has been there I would not know it was there. Yeah, though I was under its effects all day, I would only know it was there when it was lifted, and then I would get a hit. Oh, Jesus Christ! That's what was happening. Yeah, I wouldn't know it was happening while it was happening. I know it was happening when it gets removed. Yeah, the same thing with the idea of of selfing and not being that. The real hit comes when you're not that. Yeah, before that hit. It's like, it's like the difference between a view and a vision, like Zen Mark would talking about. The, you may have a view that self is what has defeated you, and, but you don't have the vision of that yet. You know? So the view helps you, but not at all times. You know? It will sort of maybe work here and there, but when the real shit hits the fan, you usually end up having it in your face. Yes. So it doesn't have the most optimum uh, effects, but it is an understanding, it's a view, and it will help you make sense out of stuff where you weren't making sense out of anything, yeah? But the view the vision, when the when the when the mind entertains it, and maybe through repetition it can trigger it, then when the view gets replaced by a vision, then that vision becomes a real stabilized solution. yeah? And then now you have the vision of what you're not, not a view about what you're not. Because a lot of times What's, what feels like it's entertaining the view about what you're not is the view of self-centeredness, yeah? So the self-centeredness is entertaining the view of I'm not self. Yeah? A vision is different. The vision is you're seeing from not from self. You're not seeing from self, yeah? You, you're not seeing. You're seeing from, uh, from a pos- It's not a position, but you're, you're seeing from the relief of the bondage of self, yeah? The mind has been relieved of the bondage of self, and now its its captured uh, seeing, which is turned into looking, is now seeing again. Yeah, you see, and what you see is what you're not, and in seeing what you're not, that's what I am. Yeah, I would say I'm the awareness or the seeing of what I'm not, and that's that. And then. <laughs> When there's a seeing of what you're not, that seeing has a very, very strong flavor of always being so. Like it never has diminished or increased, it never blinked, it never turned away, it never goes through the the gyrations of off and on and, and stories about why it's off and why it should be on and all like this. It's just relentlessly so. Yeah, And that really downloads after a while. Where it gets, it goes beyond, you're like totally convinced, in a sense, not you, but the mind is totally convinced of the validity of that emptiness or of that nature. And so, instead of being stubbornly clinging to the idea of being a thing, who wants to have an experience of no thing, or wants to have a philosophy of no thing, or wants to get an advantage of entertaining no thing, you actually are seeing no thing that the primary fact of what you are here is no thing. Yeah? How that no thing is appearing is as a thing or through a thing, but it is not of that thing. Yeah? It's of no thingness. Like Jesus supposedly says, you're in this world, but you're not of it. So you're in this world of thingness, yes? But you're not of it. The vision is that. The vision is you're not of it. Yeah? Yeah? A view is held by the mind still in the dynamic of being the subject, or the doer, or the habit, yeah? The view is still used by that. And so therefore, it doesn't doesn't fire on all cylinders at all times. It's, It's sporadic, usually based on a lot of mental conditions and emotional conditions and physical conditions and circumstances. Yeah. It's 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 better than not having a view at all, but the vision is different. The vision is really seeing. Yeah? Not co-opted by looking, but seeing, and then seeing the looking. It doesn't mean the looking stops. The looking is constantly, not constantly going on, but it's going on continually in time. It's not constant, but it continually the the mental process is framing this place by a form of self-centered looking that's going on, but what happens is that in the seeing of it you really see the seeing in it Yeah, you see the interpretation of how it's configured into a form of looking called self-centeredness but there's still the, the essence of the seeing, that seeing yeah? that's freedom really and it's not freedom for the rest of your life it's just freedom now because now is the rest of your life and this is it That's it. That's the promise in a way. The the availability of the solution is not of time, it's timeless. And the only place in time where timelessness is available is in this moment, yeah? The one moment we call this moment is timelessness. Timelessness is not in a past moment because there is no past moment. That's a story, yeah? A story of time. Nor is it going to be in a future moment. That's also a story of time. There's only one moment timelessness can be obvious in, which is this moment. Yeah? Because this is the only moment, in a way. No matter how much your mind wants to partition it and make calendars and appointment books and all like this, which has its function here, if you really look at the essence of any moment you've ever been in, it's been the same bottom line. There's been an oddness, Yeah? That's the only way you have a moment, is that there's an onness or an awareness of it. So that that one ingredient of timelessness is only accessed now. So, in other words, self can never get out of self and never can get into an authentic self because self is of time. So it's believing it was once in an authentic self, it was once at home, it was once in union with, or once was complete, or it will be complete, yeah. or is it going to be in union, or it's going to finally arrive, yeah? But it can't entertain or access this, it can't access the open door, the open secret, the gateless gate, which is this moment, because to the mental process, to selfing, there is no just this moment, it's that and then, yeah? It's there and then. This moment is drenched with ideas and beliefs and conditionings based on this thing called time. So any, any moment now held by the mental process is never that moment now. It's intruded with tons of ideas about past and future. So there's no access to the availability of the timelessness because it's really not of timelessness. You're not in the moment. No matter how much you believe you're in the moment, you're in a mental moment, a disguised interpretation, a disguised uh, delusion showing up as your moment. But your moment is this and that and there and then. So when there's a sense of conscious contact, which is a pretty good anger here right now, because you don't have conscious contact in the past, nor will you have in the future. There's no way you can be conscious of the future right now. You can be conscious of a concept of the future in this moment. And you can be conscious of a concept of the past in this moment. But you can never be conscious of the past or the future. Because they don't exist, yeah? So, in this sense, the conscious contact is the total access point to timelessness. Yeah? And the solution to all the problems generated, reinforced, stretched out... Added to, subtracted from, all of these, uh, the mathematic of one, of separate long-lasting independent entity, playing on the equation table of time, all of these little activities that it does, yes? There's no solution there. The solution is a timeless one. That's what we're looking for, in a sense. That's why we can't see it, because our looking is of time, yeah? When we look, do you ever look at anything without comparing it to something else you once saw? Does your apparatus ever just deem, acknowledge what's happening? It's always referring it to something it thought happened or you what know, it hopes will happen or is afraid will happen, yes? Everything triggers the mental realm. Every conscious contact being claimed by selfing triggers the mental realm. And now all you're reacting to is what this moment signifies. You're not really reacting to the invitation or responding to the invitation because tons of invitations have been mailed in already, past and future invitations. And we're in the habit of saying no to this invitation and then opening up the invitations of past and future. Oh, what's going to happen to me? Is it going to be that last time? Just like in the conditioning. You go to the hospital this coming week because you've been in it for a while. Yet there's a fear in it. Obviously. It's not the, the procedure you're going to have. It's all that it means. Yeah? All the pastimes and what you think it may mean. You may have something. Yes? So that event that's not even here is provoking an incredible amount of reaction. And all the responses or reactions are from there and then. Not one is from the moment. Because in the moment, there would be a freedom and a reliance on something greater than so. Yeah. You can tell. There is a, like a litmus test to see if supposedly you're doing the third step. You can see what you're relying on. If you have an anxiety that seems to keep going, and yet the thing you're anxious of is not in front of you, you're in the mental realm, yeah. All your attention and interest is still worshiping at these temples up here. Yeah. When you're in this moment, the physicality, the mind may be flipping out, but there's a there's a cool center in there. Yes. Yeah? You don't go on all the journeys. You don't you don't go, even though the ticket has your name, it's stamped, and they say and the, like the. Uh, The guy on the the train says, hey hello Mr. Hedeman, welcome to a local express to hell. Yes, come on in once again. You're gonna go to the hospital again. It could, anything could happen to you. You may, the body may show up, but there's a part of you that's in the moment. Yes, 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 yes. An aspect of mind is resting in the only reality there is, now. And this now doesn't have a there and then. And this now has a vertical insertion. Not a horizontal story with tons of insertions of conditioning and beliefs and ideas. It has a vertical insertion that's really just basically a light elevator in a way. Your attention just stays in here. Instead of going to all what could possibly happen to me, what did happen to me? What's going to happen to me? What did what to, to all this? No. That can happen, but then the mind is resting in that, yes? In the timelessness of the solution. There is no solution with time. The problem is in time. It's the petri dish of time. Time cooks up incredible funguses. Once the mold gets on you, oh, what could possibly happen? It just insidiously grows, yes? It cakes your vision, and it becomes a view... And now you're holding on to philosophy, hoping it's going to help you, but the fungus just keeps encroaching on all your space, seemingly. But a vision sees through, yes? A vision is, produces a stability in how you travel. a sound in your head, yeah, maybe you'll hear something that grabs your attention here, it's not a past sound, it's not a future sound, the only time you hear this sound is now, you can't do it justice by remembering the sound, oh, I used to hear that hum in my head when I was younger, no, it's not even close, oh, I was hoping I'd hear that, I hear some spiritual books they read here talk about the hum, that doesn't do it, the hum is now, it's like the generator going, it's like the hum of the generator of aliveness, yeah, There's a sense of that. How about that? Maybe there's something else you can anchor in. So that at least you stay in the vicinity of this now. Because then, sooner or later, you're going to look up and the vertical solution will drop in. You'll stop looking this way and that with the mental glasses of past and future surveying all the thoughts oh Jesus oh, oh I see the same ones over there oh Jesus look what, what I'm riding into I just thought I got out of those before now I'm riding back into them that whole giant story of your pilgrimages from there and then to there and then yeah, you're free from it at least for that moment the whole moment just has a giant silent gong of presence or pause I like the, I like the word pause even better the pause, it's like a pregnant interruption of the linear little horizontal uh, speed train of selfie. Yeah? You're, and at that moment, no matter how much you have all the tickets to show you traveled this train every day, you've got your little commuter schedule stamped, you know everyone on the train, there's a sense that it's not even so, none of it. In that pause, the true solution shines on the problem and it shows it to be what it is. It's not real. Doesn't mean it doesn't have effects here. It's not real. There's a difference, yes? There's a difference. To say that nothing has effects here to you as an appearance is insanity. But to realize it's not real changes a lot. Yes? Yes? This is an invitation, you know. If it it, it takes you where it took supposedly me, it should reverberate pretty well. For me, it became the last answer. It just was. It's become obvious more and more and more and more and more and more. The more it's entertained, the more it validates itself. It doesn't need none, not one bit of advertising. It doesn't need a damn thing. It doesn't need to be supported. It doesn't need any crutches. It doesn't need any retreats. It doesn't need any cloistered pilgrimages. It doesn't need any institutionalized religions like centers and this and that. Though they're nice to visit, but there's no, in a sense, there's not an inherent need unless there is for you. But it is truly freedom. Freedom, like free range, freedom. it's validated the view is helpful especially if you're sharing stuff but the vision is what's relied on the view isn't at all the view is like on paper it's paper thin no matter how many pages there are each one of them is very thin it has no real oomph but the vision is weight yeah and I believe it's the form of being convinced to believe with certainty I believe it's a different like portal of knowledge, other than knowing and learning, but of realizing it was already known, yes? It's never not been known. It's the, it's the seat of all knowing, <laughs> that's its nature. I mean, I, I don't need to sort of jam it into some form of knowing, I'd rather to let it be a formless sense of knowing, Yeah. So I don't have to go to a certain library in the Middle East or do this or do that. I don't have to wait for the teacher to come here every ten months. It's for me to have that hit again and then then not to seem to have it for months, but to actually live, in a sense, free. And it's motivated me to share a lot, relentlessly, because I hear, I'm at every meeting I go to. And I'm listening to it maybe more so than anyone in this room, in a way. Who knows? I can't judge, but I'm always attentively listening. I don't listen to the words. I listen to sort of uh, what's intimated, yeah? It's like the, the whisper that you can never put a face to, yeah? You can never follow it back to its source, but you can just, it's like getting tickled, 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 and then realize in that tickle, that's more than enough. And then the mind intimates, yeah. What could possible, like in Sufism, they call it the beloved. Yeah. So you see the beloved everywhere you walk around. Yeah. I like that term. Of course, it's not a thing, but you know, they have a nice way of putting it. That they're they're always aware, they're always present with the the beloved, no matter where they are. And that's a nice access. And you know, being in my community, being in what we're in, recovery. Just like if someone could entertain that the thoughts weren't their own, you know, start out as a view, it would produce some space. If they could see thoughts that are driving them crazy as alcoholic thoughts, it would produce a space. And in that space, there's a solution in there. If they could entertain what's not happening is actually not happening, it could be really helpful to you. It really would not its point, but it would be helpful. Here. If I could see, if I had a strong enough uh, anchor in here, that when my head immediately wanted to go into its playground of what's not happening, there would be something to sort of say no from. You'd have a foundation of being here, yeah? And you would say no, you know, you wouldn't say it, you would just be recognized that it's not happening. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not 800 pages of dissertations about it's not happening, just as recognition, it's naturally not happening. So that it doesn't have a huge influence in your day anymore. And then what would happen if you, that didn't have such a huge influence in the day, maybe the presentness of this place, the awareness, the, the, the beauty of this place, would have a much more uh, larger influence of your, in your day. Yeah? light, traveling lighter would rise and Noah would drop, noting it. There would be no narrator noting how light you're traveling. And you would see, really, the gauge between traveling lighter and the noting of your traveling lighter or not traveling lighter, the absence of that is the traveling lighter. When the narrator, when you can hear it but you don't listen to it anymore, it doesn't really tweak your attention. It's just like a radio that's been on a long time in a room next door. You have, you've lost all interest in it. Sometimes there'll be one, like, your fairy princess is coming, when you. you may grab a little... You'll have these old habits, but basically now, you're being influenced by now. Yeah. <laughs> and when the influence of now starts getting strong, you realize that there and then was the quote-unquote problem. You really don't, can't do it justice with an understanding. But when there's a sense of really, you know, the here you realize, oh, so the there-and-then-ness was the problem. Yeah? It's just, it's just, there's not like a large, like a zigzag to learn that. It's very clear. You realize, geez, oh, the there-and-then receded, the sense of being uh, light increased. I would say, oh, so the there-and-then was the, was the seeming blanket over this traveling light. Yes? Ah, it's not like rocket science, you just get it. Yeah? Yeah? It just stops. You see, oh, so it's just like the hand lifts and you start going, wow, that hand was heavy. You know, that hand, gee, that hand had a lot of influence on me and I had no idea it had influence on me. Why, when did this, how did this realization occur? Not with the hand on it, but when the hand lifted. Yeah? So, if you're not that which is driving you crazy, that would be like the lifting of the hand that's driving you crazy. And then you would see the hand that's driving you crazy, and you would not be crazy. Yeah? Not seeing a hand that's driving you crazy is a form of craziness. But if you see the hand that's driving you crazy, you're not seeing it from crazy anymore. (laughs) Yeah? And then it's very clearly... Recognize. Oh, so that's what I'm not. <laughs> I mean, really. And all the times, that's what I'm not, that's what I'm not, that's what I'm not. And it all distills into one statement, I'm not that. And after a while, you don't have to go over everything. It's just a basic principle. Whatever arises, whatever can be seen, whatever can be thought of, whatever can be felt, I'm not that. Yeah. And it doesn't mean, all right, you pivot now, you start looking for that. No! there's I'm not that. That's the best I can go to. There's I'm not that which I'm seeing. (laughs) I'm never going to get the pleasure of seeing myself. It's not going to happen. I can't take my eye out and look at it because the eye would be over here. No matter how many times I take it out to look at itself, it's still... (laughs) Looking one way, yeah? I can't do it. <laughs> You're never gonna see nothingness. <laughs> You're never gonna know it. <laughs> it's not your pay scale to know it. It's not. It's not your job description. <laughs> it isn't. You're not supposed to know the fucking truth. There's no fucking way. But you're li- you are the truth, and you can live sort of like that. And it won't look like the way you think living like that would look. Because that's not what it is, yeah? That would be a conceptual frame put over it. And self can't get out of self. Self cannot get out of self. That's the real surrender. That's when you see the, 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 the failedness of playing God. Self is trying to play God to get out of self. It can't get out of self. Self can't get out of self. That's the greatest relief of all. Then all your little shenanigans won't really mean that much because they're not getting you in anything and they're not getting you out of anything. (laughs) Really. You're not getting out of anything with all your pursuits and you're not getting into anything with all your craziness. They're just mental states arising. The fact has never not been the fact and it's not influenced Or affected by a delusion. A delusion has no inherent qualities to affect what has inherent real qualities. It has none. It can only appear to if you if it's believed, yeah? If the delusion is believed, then the delusion is you, the sense of being a long-lasting independent separate entity. When that delusion is believed, then all the delusion has a real effect on you. But on what I am, it has no effect on it. Wouldn't you like a little, maybe three extra drops of that in your day? <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be like, they could appear as three pauses during your day. Your whole day would look totally different if you had three pauses in it. Before you put your foot in your mouth and ruin another relationship or something, you'd stop. Just like I was with a guy yesterday. He's talking to his someone on the phone who's trying to help him. And he got angry. He didn't like what this guy said. I'm going to fire this person. And I said, I said, hey... Slow down, Pippo, or whatever. <laughs> chill out a little bit. Stop rushing into a, to an action. It's just going to provoke a huge situation. Back off, chill out. If you can't, well, you can't. Well, I'm sitting here, I'm not leaving. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contain your little insanity. Because I'm not insane right now. Yeah, I'm sitting in a certainty, and I'm certain that you're fucked. <laughs> and I'm going to, you know, hold that certainty until I see that you're not fucked. <laughs> so um, just a couple of drops, entertain it a little. Instead of pledging allegiance to the same old story, yes, this place is real. It has a power to affect me. I should be worried. I'm not going to be taken care of. Pledging allegiance, higher, 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 higher all day. Jesus Christ, how are you going to get off, how are you going to get out of the goose-stepping herd if you keep pledging allegiance to the whole thing? Yeah? At least start entertaining. What's pledging allegiance is it you? Start there. I'm not even saying you have to worry about pledging allegiance. Worry like crazy about tomorrow now. Do it. But it's not you that's doing it. Yeah? Just take, just question the subjective flavor of everything. Because if you were worrying about tomorrow, it really wouldn't bother me. Why is it bothers me so much if I'm worrying about tomorrow? Because I have an idea that I shouldn't be worrying about tomorrow. That I should be higher than that. My, my seat assignment determines that I shouldn't be worrying about tomorrow. So I mustn't deserve the seat assignment or I wouldn't be worrying about tomorrow. There's, see, there's no you worrying about tomorrow. That's why it's only when it's a me worrying about tomorrow, it foots me out. If it's a you that's worrying about tomorrow, I have total immunity to it. Why not see yourself as a you instead of a me? As soon as it's me, all bets are off. Everything becomes profoundly important. Why? It's me. <laughs> that's my simple one statement answer. to everything. It's me. Why are you so screwed up today? Well, it's affecting me. I'm afraid of what it's going to do to me. You, I can get over that fast, but me, you don't understand. I want you to feel like me, but you can't because you feel like a me, that me. Yeah. I want you. That's what you ever see relationships. A lot of times is the mind in me wants a you to get how me feels. They want the you. To feel exactly like the me feels. And get it. It's impossible. Everyone has their own little minity running around. Yes? We have, a, we have an immunity to you. You know what I mean? Really. No matter how bad you're doing, it doesn't really affect me as much as when me is just is imagining it's gonna be bad. It overwhelms. You may have a really bad situation right now. My imaginary situation overwhelms that like that. I may give you four minutes, but I want to get back to worrying about me. Paul, I really need your help. I'm, in, I'm really in trouble, and I can see that. But you don't know what I'm Me. This could happen. I, I, you know, I may, yeah, you may not be able to go to Hawaii next month. You know? Me. Me amplifies everything. You see it. If you see it, that's the beginning of really living as not it. Yeah? If you're seeing from it, it's basically lost. You're now just going through the left aisle and the right aisle looking for solutions. You're just going to a dualistic split. I'm going to get close to something, I'm going to get far away from something else. I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to feel really connected and I'm going to disconnect. All this. And it's just movements of mind. It's like a giant pantomime. You don't move one inch, basically. Yeah. But if you see that You're not that which lends so much importance to every freaking thing else Then maybe all the importance things seem to have will change because you'll realize you gave it the meaning it has. You did. Not you as the guilty, oh, I'm the doer of it. The you that you're not does. That's the only solution. If it was you, then you'd have to join a program on how to change the you. Wouldn't you? Constantly. If it's not you, you can stay right in the program you're in. It's a great way of of life. And just entertain the true root of the problem, identification itself. And if you see it and you go like this, you're free from it. Yeah? When you really know it because you're not under it. That's vision. I, you know, we have two birthdays to uh, uh,